Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Jarrett Topel. Recently, there was a major change to how inherited IRAs are handled from both a tax and administrative standpoint. And despite the significance of the change, for many, it has somehow flown totally under the radar. It seems that almost no one I speak with, outside of the finance industry, is aware of the new rules on inherited IRAs and how it affects them personally. This is probably because the change was just one of many significant changes to the world of finance that was brought about by the passage of the SECURE Act, passed by Congress in 2019. There were so many significant changes in this act that this particular change, although very important, was not really talked about as much as it should have been. It was definitely not as sexy as some of the other provisions of the act, so the news media didn't really focus their attention on the matter. So let me try to help you understand the changes that have come about so that you are not caught unawares. In order to discuss the new rules, let's start by understanding the old ones. Prior to the passage of the SECURE Act, when someone other than a spouse or minor child inherited an IRA or other qualified retirement account, they could establish what was known as a stretch IRA. Other terms for a stretch IRA are an inherited IRA or beneficial IRA. These terms are all used interchangeably. With the old rules with a stretch IRA, the beneficiary, i.e. the inheritor, was required to take a small distribution from the inherited IRA each year and could let the remaining assets stay in the IRA. These distributions are known as required minimum distributions or more commonly simply as RMDs. The amount that had to be withdrawn each year was based on the value of the account at the end of the prior year and the life expectancy of the beneficiary who inherited the IRA. As such, the younger you are, the longer your life expectancy and the less you had to take each year as a required minimum distribution. And remember, distributions from traditional IRAs and other non-Roth retirement plans are fully taxable in the year they are received, so these RMDs are taxable events. As such, for younger beneficiaries, only a small amount had to be distributed and taxed each year, while the main balance or corpus of the IRA could stay within the tax-sheltered walls of the inherited IRA for many, many years. Thus, the term stretch IRA, because you could stretch out the distributions and the related tax consequences over a lifetime. Okay, so now we understand the world as it used to be, Let's move on to the world of inherited IRAs as it currently stands. With the passage of the SECURE Act, the stretch IRA was eliminated. Starting in 2020, anyone other than a spouse or minor child who inherits an IRA or other qualified retirement plan, the entire retirement account must be liquidated within 10 years of the original owner's death or more specifically by December 31st of the year of the 10-year anniversary of the account owner's death. Now, the truth of the matter is, most people who inherit IRAs end up spending the money within 10 years or less anyway. So, for many, although the rules have changed, the actual outcome won't be much different. 
However, for those who would have liked to take advantage of the ongoing tax deferral offered by the stretch IRA, things have changed a lot. This is especially true for those who inherit IRAs and are still working and plan to do so for at least another 10 years, and as such are still in relatively high tax brackets and will be for the foreseeable future. Now, people who inherit IRAs or other qualified retirement accounts, who are not the spouse or minor child of the original account owner, must distribute and pay taxes on 100% of the assets in the inherited retirement account within 10 years. You no longer have to take out anything in any given year, but the account must be completely liquidated within the 10-year window. You can take it all out or a portion in year one, in year three, in year 10, whatever you want. It just has to all be distributed and taxed within 10 years. For many, the natural instinct is going to be to leave the assets alone for as long as possible and then take them out of the IRA just before the end of the 10-year window. However, for people who inherit relatively large IRAs, this may not be the best plan at least from a tax optimization perspective. Remember, distributions from inherited IRAs are fully taxable in the year they're received. So if you take 100% of the distribution in any given year, and that amount is relatively large, this may put your total income for the year into a much higher tax bracket than normal, and you may end up paying more taxes than if you had prorated the distribution over several or possibly even all 10 years that are allowed. By prorating the distribution over several years and up to 10 years, you may be able to liquidate the entire retirement account as required, but not push yourself into such a high tax bracket in any one given year. For example, let's say you have an inherited IRA with $250,000 in it. If you take it all in one tax year, this will add $250,000 to your taxable income for the year, which may have a major impact on what tax bracket you're in. On the other hand, if you take out $25,000 a year for 10 years, you're much less likely to significantly alter your overall tax rate in any given year. As with everything in the world of finance, there is no one-size-fits-all right answer. The timing of your distributions should be considered based on your income needs for any given year, in conjunction with your total earnings, total deductions, and your marginal tax bracket for the year, and your estimate of these same factors each year for the remainder of the 10-year window. And, of course, this is something that should be discussed and confirmed with a good CPA before making any final decisions. Opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. This program should not be construed as financial, legal, or estate planning advice. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital and seek advice from a licensed professional. 
Topel and Stasi Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Topel and Stasi Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Topel and Stasi Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.